0: Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic
1: world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Welcome to the Exploring Awareness podcast where we explore the awareness of many different aspects of life but ultimately the awareness of awareness and if you're wondering what the heck does that mean well that's what we're what we're here for. I'm Lisa Berry joined by Dr. Frank Anderson. Always great to connect with you for this podcast.
0: Hi Lisa. What are we doing here today again? <laughs> Exploring awareness, exploring awareness, exploring awareness. Ah, yeah, I love exploring awareness.
1: I know it was your idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm aware already. So, what are you talking about? Exploring awareness.
1: Well, you know, we've had these conversations over 55 of them, like from everything from open heartedness to awe to change. And I think we're just taking the process of being aware of different parts of life and and learning and hopefully growing from that. That's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Yeah, well, me too.
0: I'm living in Miami now. Mm. And I am aware that it's a long summer down here so interesting it's nice and warm you know i used to live in michigan and right now at night michigan's getting down to the 50s right but down here in miami it stays in the 80s i'm wearing my shorts and t-shirt i'm having a great time
1: well so you're aware of that and are aware of the seasons that's not that's something we haven't talked about before that might
0: yeah well aware of the weather and i'm also aware of How nice people are down here. I'm having a great time. Everyone says hello. Everyone is very uh-huh. friendly. I'm really enjoying that part of the culture down here.
1: Well, especially at what's happening in our world right now, I would count my blessings on that one, because it seems like everybody's, I don't know, not everybody, but it seems like there's a lot of discord and judging going on. And why are you wearing a mask? You don't need to wear a mask. And are you vaccinated or not vaccinated? And who did you want to be president? And it just kind of goes on and on in a sad, vicious circle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, what I noticed here in Miami, on the street level and the people I work with, there's a There is a a level of friendliness that means that people aren't judging each other right away. (laughs) You said the word judgment, and that is something that I would like for us to bring our awareness to this tendency toward judgment. It just seems like it's natural to judge it seems like it's part of our culture to judge and to make decisions and then put someone in a category, Mm. judge them as good or bad based on some pretty simple criteria. And that has been bothering me lately as I see more and more this habit forming of immediate judgment and the negativity that goes along with that.
1: Of course, I had to look up the definition of judging and its form, an opinion, or conclusion about. And then it goes on to say to express a bad opinion of someone's behavior. So do you think judging is necessarily a negative thing?
0: I think in the context that I'm thinking of it right now, I am thinking of it as a negative thing, but it doesn't obviously have to be a negative thing. But I think for our discussions, we ought to explore the awareness of judgment and see for ourselves if it's a negative thing or not, because Hmm. I can't really tell, you know, the definition, one of the definitions of mindfulness that John Kabat-Zinn uses and others paying attention in a special way, non-judgmentally. Hmm. And so, you know, when I first heard that definition, and before I was working with this more, I was like, you're telling me to be non-judgmental, yet there's a lot going on in the world that you know requires me to be judgmental. You see something and you say, that's good, that's bad, this is smart, this is dumb, this is pretty, this is ugly, you're this or you're that. And this tendency that we all have to put people, situations, decisions into categories. It's very habitual. It's very normal. I think a lot of us grow up in that. I know I grew up Catholic. The Catholic religion does have a lot of judgments and it's steeped in judgments about what you do is right or wrong. And What are the consequences for doing wrong things versus the benefits of doing right things? So it does create this kind of black and white world that is the result of judgments. And I think that's really hard, especially for a little kid to grow up in a situation like Hmm. that.
1: Well, ultimately, who is to decide what is right or wrong? Or if, if you're judging someone or something, who says your opinion or your judgment is the right one?
0: Well, and that's where I think we get to bring in our exploring awareness techniques. How about that? Yeah. It's not always hard to say, well, I'm going to be nonjudgmental because that kind of puts you on defensive What I like about exploring awareness is that it brings up a neutral space where, let's say, judgments aren't the first thing that happens. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Bottom up versus top down. So if you are allowing whatever is happening in the present moment to happen, because it's happening. You can't change it. Right. Right. And so it's there right in front of you. Um, maybe judgments are also a reaction instead of a response. Um, right. And we talk about this a lot. And Jack Cornfield talks about this as well. He says, become aware of judgments, particularly their reactivity. Inquire into and become aware of the roots of such reactivity. What would the roots be? Yeah. What would the roots be? If you got some ideas about that.
1: Hmm. The roots of judgment. Well, I I almost feel like if you're feeling insecure about yourself, then you have to look at someone else and judge them and tell yourself that you're better than them. I don't know. This is just coming out of me right now that, so I'm going to judge them or maybe I don't feel safe with them. So I'm going to judge them. And I I think there could be probably a lot of different roots. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, that's, that that is right. Like if you start exploring your own judgments it, it may like you may discover that you know some of your own insecurities are rooted in there. ah yeah there also maybe some of your own fears are in in there or maybe perhaps you've been judged so much in your life that you just mm. think that's just a normal thing to do Taking a look mm. at that and saying, "Well, does that really make sense to me to keep doing that, especially if your parents were were constantly judging you and I think a lot of kids experience that, don't you think when they're just feeling like they're being judged all the time? like they say you're gonna wear that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Flashback, sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, you like your hair like that?
1: Yeah, uh, right. Yeah,
0: I think judgments are just a a rich place to look at. But first you have to to know that you're doing it and to recognize that you're judging, right? Would you like to start recognizing when you're judging? And that would be the first step. So it could be such an ingrained habit That you don't even know that you're doing it. And I suspect for most listeners, they don't. And is there a place, is there an interest, is there an opportunity to see them and then act? I like what Ajashante says from his book called Seeing with the Eyes of Innocence.
1: Hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. He says,
0: put all the judgments on hold, as well as the beliefs of what's good or bad, what you should or shouldn't have, how right or wrong everybody is, or how good or bad the world is. So he says, just put all these judgments on hold. Just maybe these things will look a little different.
1: Right. With politics and the global health pandemic that still continues, it does seem like everyone's lining up on sides and taking sides and judging each other. And so I'm, I'm asking, at what point in that process do you become aware, since we're talking about exploring awareness, at what point do you become aware? Oh, I'm judging. Well, you see, it's so pervasive now. Right. It's just such...
0: A normal standard thing. And no Mm. matter what radio station you listen to, Uh, you're going to hear it. Well, except, of course, NPR, everybody.
1: That's right. I work uh, for an NPR radio station. I try really hard not to judge. Only inform and (laughs) and love the listeners. Yes. So
0: I don't want. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to blame all radio stations. But there's just a uh, just see it. Look and see if you can see. The underlying judgments in, let's say, opinion radio or mm. stories that have an opinion, there and it slips in. Even the people, maybe the writers and the and the broadcasters, don't even realize that when you use certain words, you say things in a certain way, they become judgmental. And then all of a sudden, there becomes a, a group think. Mm. that if this person does this thing then they should be ghosted or whatever i mean let's think about people that smoke cigarettes now we've all been trained to just shun smokers and this is not a fair thing to do it's like people smoke because they're addicted to nicotine maybe their parents smoked maybe they've got a lot of stress maybe they've there's things going on. People get into all kinds of of bad habits. And usually it's not that they necessarily want to be hurting themselves or hurting others, but it's a situation that they're in. So do you want to be judgmental or do you want to be compassionate?
1: Mm. Right. Now I'm thinking about it. This judging thing goes on on so many different levels. But I wonder if you take away judging, are you taking away some people's security blanket?
0: Oh, maybe, but it's a false security blanket. Hmm. Who wants a false security blanket? False security blankets don't last. You don't need it. Seeing with the eyes of innocence. What are the eyes of innocence? The eyes of innocence are the same As the eyes that look from the awareness perspective and look in the present moment at things as they are, instead of making a decision whether it's good or bad, it just is what it is. So
1: Mm.
0: now it doesn't mean you have to accept it or like it. If there's a war going on right now um, and you wish there wasn't a war going on right now or you wish the war was over, the the fact of the matter is there's a war going on. And how are you going to respond to that? You know, that's a pretty dramatic example. But whatever's happening in the present moment is happening. So there's not much you can do about it in the present moment. You can respond in ways that may make future moments better. But, you know, there's just a certain thing about accepting Now, let me finish what uh, Jack Cornfield was talking about, because I didn't finish the sentence. And he said, the very nature of judgments suggests how judgments might be transformed. So, you know, we usually talk about transforming things with awareness. Right. So he's saying, you know, to someone practicing in a, meditative context and that's what we're talking about kind of the awareness context he says we might say become aware of judgments particularly their reactivity inquire into and become aware of the roots of such reactivity thereby ah. and, and then thereby over time transforming the reactivity, then make use of the intelligence and energy of judgments freed up from their enmeshment and reactivity and act guided now increasingly by wisdom and by compassion for ourselves and others. Right. So ultimately, he says judgments are not the enemy. Rather, reactive judgments function as a kind of defense mechanism, typically covering over unacknowledged
1: and often unconscious pain. Mm. Wow. That, that's a pretty complex description or definition or thought about it.
0: It It is. It is. But it's also very consistent with the things that we've been talking about. Right. And he's talking about the same thing. And ultimately, we're all talking about the same thing, is that you become aware of your activity. You are aware of your judgments or, let's say, aware of your thoughts, aware of your emotions. When you then become aware of that, At this deeper level, then you can identify as awareness. And when you do that, that's where the wellspring of compassion is and wisdom and equanimity and joy and peace and all the things that we talk about that exists within us and get covered up. And so judgments are another one of those layers of mud or frosting or whatever you might say that keep us from experiencing our deeper selves of wisdom and compassion and joy and generosity, right? So judgmentalism is not generous. It's not loving. It's not, Wise, it's just reactivity, it's defensiveness, it's fear, it's protection, uh-huh. it's yes, lack of understanding, it's reactive. You feel it, you know it. Once you become aware of it, then it transforms that. transforming judgment into awareness.
1: And just to add to that, if I could, because I looked up Ram Das, my fave on judgment, and he said, "Watch how your mind judges. Judgment comes in part out of your own fear," which is what my was my first guess. Yeah. He said, "You judge other people because you're not comfortable in your own being. By judging, you find out where you stand in relation to other people." And, and that was my that was my guess. And so I, I feel kind of good that i figured that out and and I hear what you're saying too about try some compassion instead of a judgment and I don't know I almost feel like it goes back to loving yourself too because if you love yourself and you feel good about yourself and you're being your own authentic person and in, in control of your own authority then you don't need to judge other people or compare other people or put other people down to make yourself feel better. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. You establish your own sense of self and authenticity. And then the the judgments just don't come, right? It's not like you don't, you never needed to judge anyone in the first place. It was just something you thought you ought to do, or Ah. maybe you thought you had to do it to protect yourself or your belief system or whatever, but it's a whole different story. I remember... When I was uh, going to the Catholic Church years ago and the priest got up on the pulpit and he was talking about someone who's had an abortion Mm -hmm. and what is the right thing to do and is the right thing to excommunicate them from the church or to bring them in in a loving, compassionate embrace and work on forgiveness and moving on. So, so what's, what's the right thing to do? What's the right thing for a young woman who's just been through a traumatic experience, right? I think the right thing to do is not to judge, but to
1: hug. Ah, I love that. I was hoping that's what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Support and have compassion and, backing up one minute you said something about like why do we why even judge in the first place because you think you have to so you're here to tell us you don't have to you can just be aware that you're you're thinking about doing it but you don't have to no
0: you don't have to and there's two ways not to first you have to know that you're doing it and you have to stop and you have to become aware of it so that's the first thing that you have to be able to do and the second thing is Cultivate this sense of presence and awareness, and then you will see that the judgments are not coming up as much. Mm. Your mind is going to make judgments, there's no question about it. And so, I'm not telling you to stop judging because that would be a top down, you can't do it, you're automatically going to do it because it's your habit. And if I say, Well, Mm. You're not doing it right if you judge. That's not true. If you're aware that you're judging, then you're doing it right. So that's what I'm here to say. So become aware of how your mind judges. Become aware of how you become reactive to certain situations. When you do that and practice, start. Connecting to the part of you that's aware, not the part of you that's judging. That's where it gets tricky. That's where the meditation and practice comes in. How do you settle into the part of you that's the present moment knowing?
1: Mm, I like that present moment knowing.
0: Yes. And so then a world of reactivity and judgment is not predominant. (laughs) a world of peace and love and understanding is predominant. Mm. You see what I mean? And so I do, I do totally. The judgments aren't going to come. And if they do, you're like, Oh, there goes that judgment mind again. Darn it. (laughs) And (laughs) go back to your breath. But when you catch it, otherwise you're going to, you can become judgmental and just take off on that path, right. you know, and you and then you're no longer in the present moment. You're just like judging and going off. And right. Whatever. And people do that all the time and they don't even know they're doing it. So if you want to do it and you know that you're doing it, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel right. It's going to feel like, oh, I'm acting like my mom.
1: I want to ask a practical question. So you're having an experience and then you at what point are you aware that you're judging? Do you stop yourself and catch yourself before you even start? Or do you like, you start to have a thought like, well, that person is. And then, oh, no, no, that's me judging. I'm going to be aware that I'm judging and I'm not going to do it. Am I trying to define it too much? I'm just trying to think practically speaking. No. Of what Here's what happens. Okay. You get
0: started with this kind of stuff and you have a day and you're like, that night you're like, oh my God. I was so judgmental toward mm. that person. So maybe it took you eight hours to realize you were judgmental. Okay. So you meditate, you practice awareness, a week goes by. And then at lunchtime, you say, oh my God, I was so judgmental this morning. <laughs> right. So It took a little less time for you to notice that you were judgmental. It's like, wow, I'm thinking back on that. I was a really judgmental thing to say. And then you know you practice a little more, and then next thing, wow! At that meeting one hour ago, I was really judgmental. So you become aware of it, you know it, you um, have self compassion. You're like, well, it's getting closer. <laughs> um, and then and then you know a couple of weeks later, you're at a meeting, and you say something, and you're like, oh, you think that was very judgmental. And then a couple of weeks later, you're at a meeting. And you're sitting there, and uh, the judgmental thoughts are coming up, and you don't say them, mm. you know, and you absorb it, and then instead of saying judgmental, you're like, well, you know, have you considered this, um, or you know, and then and then it's not you're not reacting anymore, you're you're responding.
1: And you pretty much say that every week, that if, if we do these practices, if you meditate and if you are aware, then it just starts to come more naturally. And I love that. I think that's so encouraging and it gives me inspiration to keep doing the quote unquote work or using oh. the tools and knowing that if that's who I am and how I live my life and look at life and the more aware I am, the more naturally all of this is going to come.
0: Well, so tell me, tell me your story. Has that been the case with you over the last? Oh
1: my gosh, years? absolutely. Well, I, I last episode when we talked about change, I talked about how, and for me, it was in the moment. I Well, I guess it wasn't because someone proposed change to me and then I had my usual reaction, not response. Like, I don't like it I mean, just because you're telling me not, I'm not going to do it. But then I was aware that that was happening. So, yeah, I, the the awareness of everything from of everything that we've talked about in these last 57 episodes but having that awareness does make it come more naturally but i love it every week when you say it because it just reminds me because i think i always look for the path or the tool or i, I always have the question how are you going to make that happen you know or what are the benefits i'm always looking for something concrete and you're always saying it's just going to come with time and practice
0: Right. It always, at least my experience, is it's like, wow, that was a really good day today. Or mm-hmm. that was a really nice week. Or you know, that was a really crummy day, but it isn't what you think. Ha <laughs> No pun intended. Um <laughs> right. It's it it isn't a cause and effect like we're used to. You know, that's another thing. We want, okay, we're gonna do this and we're gonna get this effect. Um, right. Yeah. It doesn't Work quite like that in this situation. And that's why I don't always like to use the word like mindfulness as a solution to your problem, because that's not really the case. But when we use these mindfulness techniques, then we open up to the part of us that is actually able to be mindfully aware. And in that situation, we open up to that deeper part of us that allows us to live a more peaceful life and then to live a life with everyone else that is generous and loving and peaceful. It's not just about our own stress reduction. It's not just about our own ability to get the day peacefully, but it is our contribution to living as a part of the human family and
1: right to humanity to the greater good of humanity yeah yeah and we can all experience
0: a a, you know deeper experience of being human through this type of practice this isn't the only one i always say that you know people connect to their core through all kinds of practices and religions and everything right I would never say this is the only way, but this is a good way for people who don't have other ways. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have a way that's working for you. This is pretty easy because there's no sign up. There's no checks. There's no um, beliefs. Uh, It's just like being aware. And you you can find communities also that kind of can incorporate this. But, But anyway, there's just such a great opportunity for peace and cooperation in the world. And if we all connected to this part of us that can be non judgmental and can be compassionate and generous, then the world starts looking differently. And someone has a fear. Of a vaccine or a mask or whatever, then there's compassion for them instead of uh, dismissal and judgment. And right. if someone would rather take mm-hmm. a medicine than a shot, okay, let's 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 go with it until we can come up with something else. I, I just these tight, judgmental, kind of reactive, reflexive group think. Judgments just lead to a lot of suffering for a lot of people. And it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't serve anything but people's own narrow-minded egos.
1: Mm. For me, my takeaway is going to be compassion versus judgment. I'm, if I'm thinking I'm inclined to judge someone, I'm going to stop and be aware of that and think, how would the situation be different if I applied compassion instead of judgment?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And how might you
1: respond? I think compassion makes a difference and it that to me is freeing and lovely and and for the greater good of everyone.
0: Yes, and don't forget this is compassion not pity. So um there's Probably a different episode on that, but mm. you know, just a compassionate, open-hearted or compassionate awareness is what we're calling. Oh, I like
1: that compassionate awareness.
0: Yeah, that was a, a nice term that we we used in our mindfulness meditation teacher certification program with Jack Cornfield oh. and Tara Brock. Well, Lisa, we have these conversations and we have this discussion, and it's all good. But how to go about this is is not through discussion. It isn't through thinking. It's through experiencing what it means to rest as compassionate awareness. Mm -hmm. And so you can do it, but you have to know what it feels like. And you have to have some practice with it and some familiarity with it, because if it isn't part of how your day is going right now, if your day is uh, chaotic and reactive, it's not something that's going to come very natural to you. And so that's why we do these meditation sessions so that you could get a feel for it, a taste for it in a situation that isn't chaotic and isn't challenging. So what if you were using some of your time to sit and practice awareness and then be ready for the next day or for later in the same day to be aware when judgments start to rise? And so to get into a feeling of awareness now, there there may not be any judgments right here at the moment. Although there could be, you know, you could be annoyed with how I talk, or how long this has gone, or, you know, you, you, you could definitely be judging right now, which is fine. I mean, that would be just something to be aware of, or get to it, or what, we you know, What what does your mind say during these episodes? It's like, oh, here's the meditation part, I'm not going to do that. You could be aware of your mind, whatever your mind is doing, but being aware of judgments is going to come later. But what we can be aware of right now, number one is your body sitting in a chair, right? And you can be aware of your kind of intention to shift from a conversation into a guided meditation. You can be aware of your resistance to doing this guided meditation, Because I know this is the uh, part of the podcast where people start dropping off. So Mm -hmm. don't drop off. Become aware of your urge to turn this podcast off and don't just stay present with us, right? So you're kind of aware of your body and your chair and you're aware of your mind wanting to get to other things. Okay, so... Now that you're aware of those things, let's be aware of the breathing and just calm yourself down and just spend a minute with your breath. And feel that air come in your nose and fill your lungs and then release. So that's when you start to now become familiar with some of the, of the state of the body and mind when awareness is now predominant. Okay, so you'll feel that. And of course, thoughts will come. And just cover that up, right? You'll think you got this to do and that to do and This regret and that judgment, just go back, feel the breath on your nose. You know, those popcorn thoughts are just that, and they're going to keep coming. Right now, we're just concentrating on the breath, connecting to the breath, being aware of breathing being aware that you're aware of breathing. All right, you know, try to think of what that means, but don't just feel into it. And be aware of your body from toe to head. and be aware that you're aware of your body. And don't try to figure it out, just be. Right, so we've got this part of us that's aware And bring that awareness to this, your uh, computer brain. And from this uh, perch outside of the brain, look in. And you'll see that your um, brain stores all of your history and uh, the way you're brought up and all your past successes and all your past traumas. And there's just millions of little electrical wires there, nerves that are connecting and buzzing and keeping you alive. And there's a section in there that has hardwired you for judging um, people for doing things or not doing, they're looking a certain way or having a certain characteristic or behavior. And you can really like get those wires firing and really become righteous and correct and powerful and all that. Now think of some situations where you do that. So you're you've sunk into the network of wires and you're just playing with these intense judgments. Now bring this light of awareness to that. The same awareness of breathing in the body and then look down on those wires that are all sparked. All right. And so now they're just wires that are sparked and you're aware of it. And what do those wires look like? What is the emotion that comes with that? And where does the, what does the awareness of that feel like? Right, and so imagine a situation that you may encounter tomorrow. Someone, you know, has a new haircut or hairstyle or wears something that you don't like clothing-wise or someone you always judge anyway. Okay, imagine that scenario and uh, imagine what it would be like to do the normal judgment. Be aware that you're doing it. Explore why you're doing it. Why did I just, why do I judge that person? And how does that make me feel? What does that serve? And does that reflect my values. And so now to stop that kind of experience and now imagine the same scenario, and imagine maybe the same thoughts of judgment and then imagine what it would be if you were aware that you were judging. And how would that feel? How would it feel not to repeat the same pattern? The same thought, but just not the same pattern. You're aware of your thought, yours could just be present. Maybe bite your tongue. Wow, there goes my very strongly judgmental mind. And then imagine a third scenario. where you just enter the situation and people do what they do and dress how they dress and act like they act and you be you and you're just aware of all the world doing its thing and how would that make you feel? You know, someone does something that you didn't uh, approve of. It affected you or your family or the work situation. You, You bring it up compassionately, but it's certainly not passive. Yet discernment and wisdom about response versus some self-serving reaction. So breathing again, being aware of the breath, aware of the body, aware of thoughts, aware of emotions, and then transform Forming all of this into just present, knowing, compassionate awareness, resting there, you know, with a sense of joy and this like generous spirit that just came from this acceptance and this kind of joy of being. how how joyful it can be with uh, the absence of all this negativity. Yeah, just rest there and move around in that space. Get to know it. Get to know it through your meditation and your yoga and your painting and your walks. You know, so that when you move into more difficult situations, you know, that gets maintained. And so you feel it, you don't think it. And so you might want to pause the podcast and keep with the awareness. If not, you could take a few breaths and open your eyes and take a look around. And we'll check in with Lisa. And Lisa, what color was your uh, jumbled um, bundle of, of of judgmental neurons? <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't. I don't know if I gave it a color.
0: No. What did it? What What, what did you? What did it look like?
1: I, I don't. I green. No. 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 Green, green and black and kind of with a design. What color was yours?
0: No, mine was like a red, red, yellow, fiery kind of thing.
1: Ooh, you're judgy.
0: Yeah. That was, <laughs> that
1: was a little nucleus of judgment in there. Yes. Right. I, uh, I was gonna say that was a lovely meditation, but that's a judgment too. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's
0: that's a right. Lovely so meditation. Gonna, yeah.
1: But yeah. you said also when near the end, one of my favorite things about don't you can't think it, just feel it. That that yeah. that's it's so huge to to look at lots of different things in life and process, you know, process with your heart, not your head. And you can allow
0: that, you know. Yeah, right.
1: Allow that. Again, Definitely. Another,
0: not one of those things we're used to doing. Right. And it doesn't Definitely. mean you don't think and have an analytical brain, but it's an extra. It's a, another aspect of being human. Right. To be able to feel into those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for everything. And if you're listening and you want to contact us, you can email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. And we're even on Instagram. But most of all, thank you so much for listening. And hopefully you'll get something out of this, some takeaway to live a calmer, more compassionate life. Because I know that's that's important. That's what I hope comes, at least one of the things that comes out of this.
0: I would encourage everyone to try to practice exploring awareness for 5 to 10 to 20 minutes every day. Do it during the day informally. And I hope that through this, you'll have a great week, a great life. But we'll be back again next week to have some more conversations and guided meditation on exploring awareness. Goodbye. Have a great week this podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.